Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris, and I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day. We've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade. And I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listening to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks. And you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your questions. In this episode, we answer the question, what's better, FDIC or gold? You'll learn what's going on with the supply and demand right now in the marketplace, why part of this is similar to 2008, and what does the Fed's balance sheet have to do with what's next? Now, here's my conversation with Ryan. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Carrie here with Ryan, and today we're going to answer the question, what's better, FDIC or gold? Ryan, what do you think, man? Well, I mean, first of all, Carrie, there there is a reason why there is FDIC insurance, right? But there's also a reason why there's gold. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, that's, or that's a good universal start. We'll term. We'll give them a little kudos. We'll give them yep. a little kudos. But what would you say is really how much money in, in America is really protected by the FDIC anyway? I mean, it's wildly speculated, Carrie, but I mean, there's there's many financial pundits out there that have calculated roughly one-tenth of 1% of okay. all of the current deposits are covered by FDIC. Got it. One, one-tenth of 1%. So in case you're kind of like hearing all this in the news and not really catching what's going on, guys, just real simple, interest rates and bond values have an, have an inverse relationship, okay? So, and why that matters is because uh, institutions purchase long-term bonds. So institutions who have to make long-term commitments, okay, they buy long-term bond debt instruments to get that interest rate. So they bottled so many of these at a low interest rate. Now interest rates have gone up. And so those bonds aren't worth much because why would you pay full price for a bond that's paying 3% when you could get a bond that's paying seven at, at regular price? So that's what's going on is that these institutions, it's finally caught up now, that inverse relationship between interest rates and bonds, it's caught up on an institutional level. Yeah, Kerry, what what we're what we're witnessing right now, in my humble opinion, is a 2008 type of layman's you know scenario here. That you know we we said this back in 08, and essentially any fiat currency, whether that's dollar or euro or or wherever you know across the across the world here, every fiat currency is only valued at the confidence the consumer has in it. And you can you can see, Kerry, how fragile this system is being fiat backed by nothing, right? And just the the breakup of consumer confidence. Now we're seeing, you know, bail-ins and bank runs and I mean it's all over the news right now and it's it's pretty startling if you if you don't really understand the you know the major background like you gave them Carrie of what's happening. Absolutely. So that's what's going on. That egg is cracked. More dominoes are falling. Let's uh, touch on what happened last night, Ryan. Well, I mean, you look at last night, um, it's this domino effect. Um, You know, you have the Silicon Valley banks this last week. You know, you had uh, Credit Suisse, you know, there in in Europe. Now you're having Deutsche Bank. Um, Last night was Deutsche Bank. Last night was Deutsche Bank. And, you know, same same issues. Everything's being downgraded. There's bank runs. There's liquidity crises, you know, major deposits that are extremely, you know, I call it leveraged to the hills. And it, it does not give the consumer that confidence that they want. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So now our audience is our finance is our audience. Yeah. Is financial advisors who are then their audience is their clients. Right. Right. And so for you on watching this podcast today, uh, let's talk about what's important to you and, and therefore your clients because you're serving them. And so really Ryan and I decided to do this podcast because it was really obvious that we needed to stand up and say, Hey, you know, instead of FDIC insurance, where a bank that's highly leveraged maybe and holds six or seven, eight cents on hand for every dollar of liability, and then they stroke a check, a premium check to an insurance company called the FDIC, instead of that and trusting in that so much, why wouldn't people trust in the long-term benefits of, of holding gold and silver? So that's why we're answering that question, which is better, FDIC or gold? Well, for the average consumer out there, may have some of both, but the gold is what we found long-term is no. going to stick with you. So Ryan, unpack that a little bit for us. On For, for our clients out there as financial advisors, this is a, a golden opportunity to get their attention. <laughs> Look at that pun, Kerry, the golden opportunity. Uh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, I mean... Obviously, having deposits inside of a financial institution, a bank, you know, yeah, you want your working capital there. You want your your safety nets there. You have to pay your bills via dollars, right? But having excess amount of capital inside of a bank uh, generating a, a measly return, measly return, it, it's not it, it's not smart, you know. So, as an advisor, when you're when you're looking at this as a golden opportunity, this is the time to be bringing this up to your clients because this is this is all in the news for you. All the uh, instability is already there for your client. You know, I, I know in the last few weeks, Carrie, that we've, we've seen this banking issue, the 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 flow of, of volume into precious metals has been something I haven't experienced in my personal 17 years in this industry. The, the That's volume right. is off the charts. And you right know what, now. everybody, I, I've known Ryan for over a decade and I've heard him make that statement, mm-hmm. say the same statement several times in the last five years or so, yep. especially. And so here we are again at that moment, Ryan, where you're seeing an unprecedented amount of flow and, and request. And the crazy part is, is people on the other side of the of the purchase, I'll, I'll call it that instead of a trade, because we're not talking about securities, mm-hmm. people on the other side of that are not letting go of, of their metals. Right. Well, do you blame them? Would you? I mean, unless you're in a financial <laughs> circumstance that you need liquidity, in, in what world would you want to get rid of your insurance on upon your wealth? You know, gold and silver acting as as wealth insurance. You know, so I mean that 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 ten to twenty percent of clients' assets. We've been preaching this for you know, like you and I carry more than a decade now. Uh, this is really coming into 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 play right now. It, Look at your FDIC. You know why in the world would you have over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a bank account doing nothing for you? It makes no sense. Yeah. The alternative savings account is your gold and silver. That's that's uh, that's a real savings account. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're unsure kind of how to bring this up, uh, it's all in the training. You know how to position it. How to? I mean, it's so easy. Like the world continues. Unfortunately, I'll even say to serve on a silver platter. You as an advisor, uh, the the medium or the the environment to easily bring this up, and you know, what do you think about this banking crisis recently? You know, yep. and so people still don't know that they have this as an option. And if they're in your world, and you have a connection to National Gold Consultants, or if you don't, you should get one. If they're in your world, then really 
I would say you owe it to them to at least bring it up and have that conversation with them. Give them an opportunity because the the flip side of it, Ryan, is that they're getting bombarded with messages from the retail industry of gold and silver every day. And a lot of them are going to yield to that and go get it there. And we, you know, we've unpacked it many times, but give them 15 seconds on what happens there. Well, again, going back to the retail aspects of it, especially when consumers and your clients start to get emotional and and to have the emotions in play here to make an irrational decision. You know, gold and silver is not an irrational decision to make, but it is if you jump jump into a, an arena that of all of these unknowns. A lot of these retail outlets, bait and switch, high commission, high premium, you know, needs to be done in a in a sound financial matter to make sure a client does not make an emotional decision. Yeah. So the last thing on my mind, and then you can talk about the last thing on your mind for this. The last thing on my mind, Ryan, is to let's zoom out for a minute and look at what's going on macro cycle wise, secular, uh, really secular bear market wise. You know, we've had this massive downturn since the end, the beginning of 2022, and it's really not gotten any better. Now we have this going on. It's all these systemic issues, all that arose from you know, interest rates rising and just everything we've been through in the last several years. You've got uh, auto loans, automobile loans that are uh, crazy underwater. Interest rates are super high. Tons of them are upside down. You've got commercial real estate. This is definitely not the shot that, you know, it could be the the kiss of death was already really hurting commercial real estate, all these different systemic things. And so my point of bringing this up, you guys, is to think for a minute, like, where's this all going? You know, like, we don't know exactly, but it sure doesn't look good. When you look at the Fed balance sheet right now and all the, see, anytime you do stimulus in at the same time, you're trying to fight inflation, those two things don't go together, right? you know? Yeah. And so when you pump all that money in there, that's the very thing they haven't done to make the stock market recover. So think about it, 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 2020, right? What did they do? They brought out the proverbial bazooka, printed money, and got the market back on track. Well, this time, inflation was holding a lid on that, not letting them do that, right? So they're gradually raising interest rates, trying to curb inflation. Am I right or wrong, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, this is what's going on, right? And now, sword. what has forced their hand on the stimulus? It's the banking industry. Yep. So now they're forced to do that. So my point is, is you really got to be talking to your clients these days about the next five to 10 years, what's going on? What does that look like? And mm-hmm. where they have liquidity, where you maybe you haven't already put them in, a, in an FIA or an annuity or life insurance plan, all of that liquid money really mm-hmm. needs to be looked at again, you know, yeah. and then you can go back and do your calculation of 10 to 15% in physical metals. Then you've got some opportunity out there, even in the short-term traditional fixed annuity space, mm-hmm. uh, three, four, five years paying 5%. Right. 5% is not bad. you know. Yep. And so get that allocation done to gold and silver. Talk to them about some of their other liquid money. And they're going to feel like that you're seriously thinking about what's going on in the world during their life, because that's all they care about. All they care about is during their lifetime, You know, this mm-hmm. next... Uh, in this in this next to five to ten years is what I mentioned because that's about as far as we can really plan out. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I. That's the last of my thoughts, Ryan. Yeah, one last thought I have, uh, Carrie, because we're feeling fifteen to twenty you know calls or emails a day right now from advisors asking about inventory availabilities, pricing where things are at, and yeah, this 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 is probably the hardest. Uh, 
inventory acquisitions that I've 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 been experiencing in my last 17 years because the demand is off the charts. Um, the the example for pricing I've been giving is you know it it really doesn't matter as long as you're able to find it from a trusted source right now because pricing is is all over the board if it's a matter of finding product. So the the, the example I've given Carrie is you go down to your local fancy restaurant, and your chops and seafood, and you're getting the lobster tonight, and it says market price. Well, market price is what's happening on gold and silver right now. It's either you have it or you don't, and you got to make sure as an advisor you're bringing your client to a trusted source that is not going to gouge some somebody during these high volume type times. And I don't personally carry, I, you know, I don't see the, the high volume going away for any time soon. So, so buckle up and, and, and yeah. get in what you can at, 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 at this time. And as I always say, be the one who gets the credit for taking that to your client while you're protecting them at the same time, yeah. you know? So yep. don't, don't, uh, don't miss this opportunity. Don't miss this, this, uh, responsibility, yep. uh, you know, to, to talk to your clients. So, Have a great day and we'll see you in the next podcast. Yeah.